Listener Production. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of Come Out Wherever You Are. Today is Friday, and that means it's another episode of Queer Questions, because I know that you have queer questions and you're in luck because we have queer answers. Today's queer question is, can non-binary people be straight? And even though I've been blessed to interview a lot of fabulous non-binary or gender non-conforming humans on this pod, Denny Todorovic, Courtney Act, Kath Ebbs, Alira Potter, I cannot speak on behalf of the community. So we have found ourselves the guest who can, and not just any guest, my best friend. Ah! Today we are welcoming a brand new member to the Come Out Wherever You Are family, Sandy McIntyre. Welcome. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me, my gorgeous bestie. I mean, bring a bestie to work day. I'm here for it. Let's do it every day. Pinch me and my dreaming. So Sandy uses they, them pronouns. They act, they model, they influence, they write, they produce, they do it all. And today they're adding answers, queer questions on Come Out Wherever You Are podcast. What a privilege. So Sandy, what we're going to do is we're going to break down these questions into like categories. We're going to like start simple, Mm -hmm. nice and easy. Please. And then we're going to add a little heat. (gasps) Oh my God. Okay. So listen, Mm -hmm. no such thing as a wrong answer, right? We're just going to like... What's the word that Aussies use when you're having a conversation? We're going to converse. We're going to have a have a yarn. Yarn. That's what I was thinking. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Let's start nice and simple. What does non-binary mean to you? Well, non-binary for me means that I'm able to exist in a world that is not designed for me, but I'm able to create that space. Mm. So I'm able to blend the lines of what is to be masculine, feminine, and have the sandy moment within it. So it's for me to feel comfy. It's me to express myself. It's me to uh, just love fully what I'm capable of and identifying as non-binary fully allows me to do that. Brilliant. And is it fair to say that every non-binary person would have a different definition of what non-binary means? 100. The biggest, uh, I think, misconception is that people just put us in the same category Mm. when that is not the case. We all identify differently and it's important to respect how we identify and not devaluate our experience. We are not one and the same, much like Barbara and Sandra are not the same person, yet they do have two kids and a husband. We all live different lives and so we need to respect that. Complicated question then. What is the difference between non-binary, genderqueer and gender non-conforming? This is a very complicated and layered It is. Question. Maybe I didn't build my way up to spicy. <laughs> exactly. I thought we were starting simple. <laughs> uh, but it is basically gender non-conforming from my understanding is you are happy to exist uh, as man, female, other. And I know that friends who do identify as gender non-conforming, they're happy with any pronoun. He, she, they. Yeah. Fine. Uh, non-binary is you don't associate yourself a part of the binary. So you ex- uh, exclude yourself from male and female and you exist in between, if dare I say. Um, and then genderqueer is you're just this beautiful creature who is able to find a place within your identity where you are happy to be. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you want to identify as a male one day, female the next, or just always be whatever your name is. Um, it's just to exist freely and openly. That's what how I understand genderqueer to be. Mm. 
Is it true that a lot of people who are non-binary also identify as non-gender non-conforming? Like, is it one in the same in some ways? Yeah, absolutely. And I am not sure as to why they do that or why they feel comfortable identifying as both. Uh, I can't speak to that, but mm. there definitely exists, of course. I, I think gender is so beautiful anyway. And so why limit yourself if you are limitless, you know? <sighs> Amen. Mm-hmm. So why doesn't everyone, we're just going full spice. I know, oh <laughs> and God. I'm playing devil's advocate, obviously. <laughs> but why doesn't everyone just agree to have one to make it more simple for other people? You're not doing anything for other people. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah. So I think other people need to respect one's identity, no matter if they identify as a soccer player or if they identify as an accountant or they identify as an actor. We need to uh, respect those jobs or careers that they have chosen. And I think it's the same with gender. Don't open your mouth. I mean, politely, please don't open your mouth. (laughs) If you haven't got nothing nice to say, or if you haven't got anything new to bring to the conversation, by questioning us, it just again perpetuates our whole existence of having to validate our experience. Mm. And I really suggest people who are perhaps a little confused, because it is confusing, like don't get me wrong, I still get confused daily. Um, I just really encourage you to do your own research and watch television shows, watch films, read books. There is so much content out there, your podcast, where there is information for people to grab onto and kind of get their own opinion from that. So I think it's not a matter of we should make our lives more simplified for you to understand. It's open your mind and you might be welcomed with so much beauty that you haven't experienced before. I think that's the main thing. Just keep your mind open. It's going to be cute, babe. We're going to be fine together Mm -hmm. as long as we coexist respectfully. Do all non-binary people use they, them pronouns? No, not at all. Uh, Non-binary people can use combination pronouns. So that is he, they, or she, they, uh, they, them. It really depends on the person and their own relationship with their own gender. So it, it is welcome to use whatever you want uh, in regards to what fits the best. So if we met at a bar and I mm-hmm. said, hi, I'm Sean, I'm non-binary, mm-hmm. and you wanted to know pronouns, like what is your next question? Oh, what's your pronouns? Just, I just don't, don't want to disrespect you, blah, blah, blah. So my best way is, or how I approach it is, hi, my name is Sandy, my pronouns are they, them, before someone even has to ask me the question. Mm-hmm. However, if someone does say they're non-binary yet doesn't get their pronouns, you just ask, oh, what are your pronouns? One of the more confusing like pronoun conversations online is the difference between she, they, and they, she, or he, they. And can you explain for people what that means? That's obviously not your pronoun usage right now, but if you meet two people at a bar and one is she, they, and one is they, she, are they different in huge ways? Again, it depends. So when I first came out as non-binary, I used he, they, and then I transitioned to they, he. And it was a... A time for me to really understand my own identity within non-binaryness and also to find my own comfort within it. Yeah. So for some people, it might be a stepping stone into finding what, out what their true identity is. Mm. Otherwise, it might just be them feeling comfortable using he as a the main pronoun and they as a other one that doesn't really um, affect them or doesn't uh, offend them. Now, if they have they, she, and the, day, the they is at the start, it might mean that they prefer it. It is their preferred pronoun. However, mm. they won't be discouraged or offended if you do refer to them as a she, her. Got it. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think leaning into the they is is really beneficial? Like, because it adds such beautiful euphoria for them and they feel heard and, and felt in a world where they're probably not going to hear that that often? Oh, absolutely. If they have they in the pronoun along the side of he or she, I will always use they, them first. Because I think it's um, it creates community. It creates, as you say, a general euphoria. They might not get that everywhere else. They also might be using the she or he to still feel like they have a place within society. So they might have he or she spoken to them at work. However, if they're in a gay bar, I will refer to them as they, them, until told otherwise. Because it's um, it allows them to really step into that non-binariness and see, I'm comfy with this. I may in six months just use they, them completely. Mm. So I think, again, check in always with those people. How are you feeling? How is they, them for you? How has she heard for you? Do you want to mix between the two? Are you going to do one solely? Let me know and I will just respect you accordingly. Perfect. Mm. Good transition. In the media recently, there has been a large news case Mm -hmm. around Demi Lovato. So Demi came out as non-binary recently. We've had a lot of of huge celebrities who have come out as non-binary and been amazing public figures, most notably and, and most predominantly Sam Smith, who kind of led the charge, I guess, as far as uh, celebrity activism goes. So Demi comes out and uh, announces that they will be using they, them pronouns. And just recently, they decide that they are going to be, that she will be using she, her pronouns. Mm -hmm. This caused a lot of drama. It caused a lot of drama in the community, but mostly outside the community from right, religious, leaning individuals, specifically in America, saying, see, look, it was just a phase. It's just a fad. So as far as like respecting people and wanting to go along their journey, one of the questions that came through, and I wouldn't say it's a very nice one, <laughs> is you know there's definitely a concern that non-binary is a dangerous fad that young people are just using as a form of rebellion. What are your thoughts? As a form of rebellion, that is quite a heavy thing to say. And... I mean, in regards to Demi Lovato, she is able to change her pronouns as many times as she changes her bedsheets. Mm. Like, it is, doesn't affect anyone but her. And gender is a journey. I am constantly going to be questioning my identity for the rest of my life. Mm. Am I going to be more comfortable with he, him, or she, her at some point? I don't know. Yeah. But as I grow and as I evolve and as I understand my own self, I might change. I might go back to he, him. And it shouldn't bother anyone but me. So for those people who are offended or how dare she, it is a fad. I was like, no, like you're not allowed an opinion regarding somebody else's identity. Mm. And although you can be, um, I mean, you can have an opinion, of course, but you have no right to discourage one's experience because it's not your own. And until you lived Demi's life, then babes, go off, Mm. speak that. And I'm sure there will be uh, conversations with other non-binary people discussing this and their own opinions regarding it. But mine is, she's on a journey and we need to give her the space to walk her life the way that she wants to. Mm. And if it's her changing her pronouns as she, her, then fine. I'm not bothered. I'm not like offended. I'm not going to be like, she's not a part of the community anymore. Damn you, Demi. Yes. Like, no, just live your life, babe. I hope you're healthy and happy. Great like whatever's happiest for you, yeah. Mm. And it's important, really important to acknowledge that when 
she changed her pronouns. She didn't mm. walk away from the label of non-binary. It goes right. back to your original answer yeah. three questions ago, which are, you can be non-binary and have she, her pronouns. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And so I think that's important for people who saw those headlines that were like trying to drag you in and get you mm. upset. That, and he's still 100% a member of this beautiful community and 100% relates to uh, feeling in between the two genders that exist. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that came up that I thought was really interesting was this idea around young people. Uh-huh. Your answer is a nice umbrella term for any parent who has any child coming and saying, I think I am or I'm confident I am. It's fine to think it's a phase, but let them live that phase. Yeah. They're exploring the world. That's every adult gets to do it. Why don't kids get to explore themselves? Well, exactly. And I think if we're discussing like phases as with kids, I remember when I started playing soccer at like 10 and my mom was like, do you want to do dancing? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play soccer this year though. Like dad wants me to. She's like, oh my God, I hope he gets out of that phase. You know, I hope they get out of that phase, that soccer phase. Yeah. Go back to dancing, babe. Do what you love. Mm. And I think if a child is coming to you at seven, eight, nine, and they're like, mom, I think I'm non-binary. What a gift that is that you have raised a child who feels comfortable enough to say that to you. Mm. My God, babes, like you're doing parenting correctly, number one. Yes. Number two, embrace that honesty and encourage that honesty. Check in with that honesty. How are you feeling now? Is what you're wearing today really what's like serving you? Or what do you, what's your hobbies today? What do you want to do next week? Mm. Check in constantly to see whether they are safe, they are happy, they are living what they their true self. And there's no harm in that. Mm. There is no harm in allowing your child to be honest. There were a lot of parenting questions. And like one of the big ones is if your child comes out to you as non-binary, like what's the best way to respond? Have you taken that into consideration? You've come out as non-binary to your father. I have. And I think the best thing you can do to your child, no matter what age they are, is just trust their decision. Mm. Trust that they know what's best for them. Trust that they understand what they're capable of. Trust the process. Just um, like my dad, for example, love you, dad, but he's like 60, sorry, 66, and he's a very like traditional man, and I love him for it. However, he couldn't get his head around my identity at all. Mm. At the start, he didn't know how to talk to me in regards to they, them pronouns. He didn't, my birth name is Alex, and so he would always go back to Alex. Um, but now, through numerous conversations, he is able to say Sandy. He is able to use they, them pronouns. And he's Scottish, and so he has this Glaswegian accent, but he always refers to me as his we, they. My we, they, my we, they. Oh. And that's like the most heartwarming. I love it. I love it as well. And the fact that he was able to change his way of thinking at 66, I'm like, Dad, I am so proud of you. And I am blessed to have you as a father. And that just shows that he trusted that I knew what was right for me. Yes. The family category came up a lot in my DMs. Oof. Yeah. Um, I'm accepting of my non-binary child. My husband is accepting our children, the school, but my mother-in-law or my father-in-law or my great-grandmother just simply will not take time to look at it. Mm. I mean, it, it's just the dirty truth that the older you get, the harder it is, right? Yeah, well, absolutely. And I've definitely have relationships within my family that are broken since I've come out mm. and I don't talk to them anymore. 
which is I've actually spoken about this on a podcast. Mm. Um, and I don't want to get emotional, but it is it is hard. It's like the it's the truth of um, living your authentic life. So, I mean, yeah. Next question. No, no that's important. <laughs> yeah, I it think is. I think that's actually the most important thing. Mm. It might feel really hard for you as the person listening. Mm. It might feel really hard for you. You had these fantasies of your little Alex growing up and marrying a girl. Oh, it's so hard that your dreams that you did not ask the person permission to have, you just had on your own that they're mm. breaking that. But on the other end of your lack of willingness to learn or grow or change is a child, even mm. if they're an adult, is mm. a child who's just looking for love and acceptance. It's yeah. not so difficult. Wow. Sorry. Mm. It's just because I'm thinking, I know your situation and I just think, no child wakes up and goes, I want to lose my family. Oh, I just can't wait to ruin my aunt or grandmother's day. Oh, let's see what it's like to not be invited to Christmas. Can't wait for that. Mm. No one does that. But on the other end is someone making a decision. They are purposely deciding I'm not going to try. Mm-hmm. Who they are, I'm not going to put the effort in. And so when you hear something and you're not ready for it, just remember that like every word you say from here on out, no matter how comfortable, it is a choice. You are choosing that. Mm. You're allowed to lie and go, sounds great, really proud of you, can't wait. And then go home, cry in your bed, find a community of people who don't understand it, do your own research on your own, but you get to decide to be a nice person. That's on you. Absolutely. Because it's not easy being other, you know? Mm. And as you know as well, you would have been other from a, a child too. And it's a very hard road to go down. And even at my age, I'm still yelled at, heckled at three times a week, mm. you know? Or you, And then the social media on top of that. So it's, it's, it's not easy being authentic, but it is so powerful. Yeah. And there is power in disrupting those people's minds. Yeah. You know, there is power in um, being happy. And loving yourself so much. I love myself. I think I have the greatest life. And it's a shame that people, in particular family members, um, don't want to be a part of it. I'm like, babe, this is kind of cute. So two other questions that pertain specifically to that conversation. Um, Someone wrote in and said, I'm picking my baby name and I'm wondering if I should give them a a gender neutral name to decrease the likelihood of them needing to change their name. And I'm just wondering what, how you feel about that. Would it have been a better existence if you were given, I mean, uh, that's a really great question. And the fact that they're thinking about it is really sweet. They're already a step ahead. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I mean, I was given a gender neutral name Hmm. in lots of ways. Yes, it was Alexander, but I lived Alex for the majority of my life. And basically the reason why I chose Sandy is because within my Scottish heritage, Sandy is a nickname for Alexander. And I was raised for the first four years of my life as Sandy. But it doesn't matter. Like, it, yes, gender neutral name is gorgeous. And I definitely encourage that. But they might wake up 20 years from now and hate their name anyway. Yeah, exactly. So mm. it's a really beautiful gesture. And I definitely encourage it. Um, however, you can't control what they're going to want or need mm. later in life. Um, why do I keep seeing the word NB on the internet? Someone wrote in. E-N-B-Y. NB is um, like non-binary. It's like a shortened version of non-binary. 
So my like MBs, uh, yeah, that's like the most simplest way I can describe it. NB, although it's spelled E-N-B-Y, it is NB, non-binary. Oh yeah, brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Are non-binary people trans and why do some people say yes and other people say no? So I identify as trans, trans non-binary. My reasoning is because I feel like I'm on a constant transition. I am transitioning throughout this world and I am living my life the way that I would wish to. And um, other, it's just a personal choice. Other people don't, and that's their own reasoning, but I can only answer to myself. And I feel more comfort identifying as trans. I feel as though it allows me to honor my life and my experience. Great. This is the You Can't Ask That segment of this little show. We've already kind of gone there in a couple of these. I've made you cry, but let's just dive right in. (laughs) It's important to know, there's no such thing as a nasty question if you're attempting to ask it with kindness. So correct. the the purpose of this conversation is people are thinking these things, let us hold space for them. But we are allowed to say that's a rude question. (laughs) So here is one DM. Everyone who is non-binary just seems to want to wear other gendered clothing. Can't you just remain a man but wear dresses? That is spicy. Barbara, chill out. (laughs) Well, I mean, why is clothing gendered in the first place? There you go, answer that question. So, like, it is this traditional, archaic way of thinking, right? Men should be able to wear skirts. I mean, in Scotland, we wear kilts. Mm, You know what I mean? Hello. Um, But it's... The way that I prefer, or the way that I like to express myself, is in a cute skirt, dress, heels. Why not? Mm. I have great legs. I want to elongate them, you know? So it is a personal choice, and it's a personal way of how I can um, complete that full vision of how I see Sandy to be. And if a skirt or dress does that, then I'm going to do it well. There you go. Right? Not too long ago, I would have been arrested and thrown in jail for wearing women's clothing. Yes. So there is fear comes with that. Thankfully, because of our ancestors and everyone else who has fought the fight for us, we are now able to be visible. Mm. Sometimes people aren't used to that. They don't, that's not what their world is. So they have no idea who I am or who I, my sibs are. But it takes a lot of, I mean, I don't want to say courage and bravery because people often say that, but it does at the same time because me wearing a address, uh, walking out the street, I know that I am unsafe, but I am not going to diminish my sparkle for someone else because they're a bit uncomfortable. Mm. Baby, do your research. There you go. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. It's usually, I often hear this from women and I just remind them that there was a time where they were thrown in jail for wearing pants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And people, and men said to them, you're not a woman unless you have a dress or a skirt on. So it's just about the time. Another question. Uh, I'm 55 years old. It is impossible for me to change my language this late in life. I was taught they, them is for a group, not a singular person. How can you expect the world to change just for you? I mean, the world is changing for us. It is allowing all of us to coexist peacefully. And if you're saying that you are not capable to change, then I'm sorry, Mm. because that sucks. Like, we all should change as we grow older and the more that we learn. I'm going to change fucking, oh, sorry, <laughs> 50 times from now, you know? Mm. And I think 
if your if your reasoning is because they them refers to a group of people, not true. The example that I always use at work is if someone leaves their water bottle behind, we do not know their gender. So I'm going to say to a colleague, who left their water bottle behind? What is their name? How can we get it to them? We already use it referring to one singular person. So you saying that it's not possible, that you can't do it, Babes, that's just lazy. It's a lazy it's lie. It's a lazy lie. Mm. I'm not coming. I'm not hearing it. I'm sorry. We can do better and we all should do better. So do better. That's the mm-hmm. best example ever. I use yeah. the same one all yeah. the time. And as soon as you do that, people shut up immediately. They're Absolutely. like, oh, wait a second. I do use it. I use it a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just end on a more personal question. It is something that came out a lot. People really wanting to understand the difference between being non-binary and being gay for you as far as just living and existing. So the mm. two questions that popped up is, is it easier to be non-binary or harder? And then is it easier or harder to date? And I think what what why people are asking it mm. is they might acknowledge that non-binary issues are not just challenged outside of the community. Sometimes they're challenged from within. And so it feels like a nice little place to end here. What is your experience like in transitioning from being a gay man mm. to a non-binary human? And has it been easier or harder to exist? I think it's been harder to live as a non-binary human. Um, I think when you're a gay man, and I have, for those who don't know, I have a hairy chest and a beard and all that kind of stuff. So it's gay men associate me as a man a lot of the time. Um, And so they are attracted to that manly aspect of me. But when I had came out as non-binary... I found that a lot of people were scared of me. They didn't know how to act around me. They didn't know how to talk to me. Uh, so it's definitely more difficult, unfortunately. Um, therefore, I it questions my own sexuality, you know? So why am I going to give myself to a, a gender uh, when there are so many more beautiful people out there in the world? And because of the way that I was treated in the gay community... It makes me realize that I want to date other people, other non-binary people. I want to date trans people. I want to give my time to those who are going to give their time to me. And I think there's a lot of toxic masculinity that still is rabid within the gay community. And there's a lot of work to do. However, in short, yes, it's much harder for me to date as a non-binary person because they don't want a trans. I mean, this sounds awful, um, but a lot of people don't want it because they don't know how to talk about it or be with. And why is that? Because there's not enough representation in the world in regards to trans dating. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not fun, but I'm about to go out there. I'm in my dating era. There you are. And I'm about to do it. So I'll let you know in about six months time how that went. There you go. I'll check back in. Uh The gay community is a complicated community, right? And when it comes to being a gay man or a lesbian woman, oftentimes the fight and battle to to feel accepted Mm -hmm. in those labels is it takes a lifetime. And so I, you know, I can understand how you've fought your whole life to be accepted for loving another man. Mm. And so you just attach yourself to only wanting men. 
Mm. What it takes is not just society changing, but also you you feeling comfortable that it's okay to love a feminine person, right? Oh my God, absolutely. Like bottoms within our community have always, there's always been stigma and stereotypes thrust upon oh. them. To be a bottom is to be feminine. To be a top is to be masculine. And what is better? Masculine. And how do we know those two things? Well, top and bottom by definition is really us just stealing this concept of dominance and subversion from the straight community, right? Well, and if exactly. you struggle with heteronormative concepts of us just ripping it, then those labels are dangerous, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And so I get it. I do understand why it would be hard. As a feminine man, I have also struggled on those apps because people are like, oh, sorry, too femme for me. Yeah. But what I'm reminded of is within our community, there are so many slices and slivers of people who like different things. Mm. It's just the platforms need to give that space, create the space. Yes. And then the more people we see, you can't see yourself if you can't be yourself. Mm -hmm. You also can't see your type if you can't be with your type. Absolutely. And so you have to have more people like you on the apps and it's 100% happening in front of our eyes. Exactly. Don't assume my gender nor my sexual position, please. Reach. You know? That is where we are yeah. ending. I love that. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being honest. Thank you for being vulnerable. I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. If you have any questions for Sandy, you can find them on Instagram at Sandy McIntyre underscore or Queerful, which is my uh, website. Amazing. Mm -hmm. And you can always come into our DMs. You can just find us at, at come out wherever you are, spell it out fully. And we will come back next week answering some more queer questions. Come Out Wherever You Are is presented by me, Sean Zepps, producer Lindsay Green, executive producer Jennifer Goggin, and audio producer Chris Marsh. Talk to you soon.